Hey, Podcast Babe. Welcome to season seven of the Podcast Babe's podcast. Get ready for inspiring interviews with female podcasters and a bite-sized podcast hack episode every Monday. If you want to learn more about podcast monetization or if you're ready to outsource podcast management, be sure to check out our website, thepodcastbase.com. You can find everything there from our current pricing packages, more information about the podcast base, previous episodes. It's all there. Okay, so now let's go into today's episode. Hello, podcast babes. Welcome to a new episode, a new interview episode. Today, I'm joined here by Becky Fagan. She is the host of If She Did It podcast. She is also an intuitive business coach, and she knows a lot about social media. So I'm sure we'll also talk a little bit about the socials today. Becky, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, me too. So your podcast, you're over a hundred episodes into podcasting. I'm sure it's been a journey. So maybe we'll just dive straight in. Like what made you decide you wanted a podcast? Yeah. So I feel like my podcast getting started. My podcast is just a funny story. So I, as soon as I started my business, I started my business in 2018. I said, you know, I really want to start a podcast, but like most entrepreneurs, I felt like oh, I need to hit this milestone before I could do this thing and this milestone before I could do this thing. So I kept holding off on starting a podcast, but I was like, I feel like this is such a great opportunity to share more information. You know, it's my platform that I could talk about whatever I want. Like, it sounds really exciting and I love to talk. So it was like the perfect thing for me. And so I started my business in September of 2018 and the summer of 2019, I remember it like it was yesterday. I decided one day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast, like no more holding back. And then the one thing that was in my way was I couldn't think of a name. So I posted on Facebook asking people for help creating a name for my podcast. And somebody was so helpful and was like throwing out names to me. And she suggested if she did it, which is such a great name for my podcast since it's about like inspiring people to start their business. And it's like, if she could do it, why can't you? Why can't all women if like one woman could, but it's like a bunch of women sharing their stories. But so what officially started my podcast was I'm up late one night and I decided to record a intro episode and a like my first episode. And I didn't fully understand how I decided to use Anchor to like upload my podcast episodes. I didn't fully understand how it worked at the time. So I thought I was hitting like save to save it in and I would like publish it in a few weeks when I was ready. But I actually hit publish. And like next thing I know, I'm getting like <laughs> notifications that they're sending my episodes out to like, get approved by all the podcast platforms. And I was like, well, I guess I started a podcast. So I had no planned launch for the podcast. I had no like warm up. It was just like, oh my gosh, it's out. So not necessarily the ideal podcast launching process or journey, but that's what happened and that's what I did and I've just been going with it ever since. <laughs> I love this story, but maybe it's also actually pretty good to just get it out there. Like you cannot overthink it because it's just it's just out. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> It's just published. It's live. So you, you have to, you have to now, you have to create this content. 
So from that moment, you started with season one. Mm-hmm. What did season one look like? I mean, you said you didn't have a launch plan, but did you have a plan for like how many episodes or maybe the format or did you have any of that? I had a level of a format. So I knew that I wanted the majority of episodes in the beginning to be interviews because of the intention behind the podcast. I also had this expectation that doing interviews would be really good for me because it would get people from other communities hearing my podcast. And some episodes, it did happen that way. But what I came to find out is that people will say that they'll share an episode that they're part of, and then they don't share it. And that's not very helpful. But still, it was a lot of learning, a big learning experience for me. But I did have a structure in the sense of I knew I wanted the beginning of the episode to be them sharing their story, how they got there to show like, oh, look where she started from and what she's created. And then I wanted to go into their expertise and then end with kind of a note of inspiration and a message to those listening. And that was kind of the structure that it stuck with for the first probably two seasons of the podcast. But I didn't really have a, okay, I know I want every season to be this number of episodes. I know that I want this season to be like this or whatever. I try to be more strategic now with my podcast in terms of blending it in with what I'm doing in my business. But at the beginning, I really like didn't know what I was doing. And I was just, and I was also still in my first year of business. So it was all just very new. So I kind of just was like, okay, I want to do interviews. I know the structure of the interview and I'm just going to go with it and see what happens. Yeah, I think honestly, that is the only way to start a first season, right? Because you cannot really know what happens. I also had so many expectations of what would happen if I started a podcast and it's just different. Like it's not, it's not better. It's not worse. It's just different than what I expected. And I think Every guest on the podcast has shared like, okay, this is what I expected, but then this is what happened. And it's always different. So from doing these interviews, some people maybe didn't share the interview, like the guest didn't share it. But what are some of the things that it brought you from the start? Is there something that you're like, oh yeah, this was, this was actually awesome, even though maybe some guests didn't share it, but this is what did happen. Yeah. So the podcast definitely gave me an opportunity to connect with so many women in business, which was so cool. I, it's funny though, at least I used to get really anxious before an episode, especially with somebody that I didn't know. I was like, oh my God, what if it doesn't flow? What if it's really awkward? And I'm not going to lie. I have had my fair share of awkward interviews (laughs) and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm posting this, but somebody still always gets something out of the episode, even when it is slightly awkward. But overall it was like a really amazing experience. It pushed me out of my comfort zone. I was able to, you know, interview all these people that I had no connection with before, but I also, you know, put myself out there and asked bigger named entrepreneurs in my industry, you know, because what's the harm? What's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to say no. And I got a lot of people on my podcast that you know, I would share that they were going to be on my podcast and I would have friends messaging me saying, oh my gosh, how'd you get them on your podcast? What do you mean they're on your podcast? And I was like, I just asked, like, you just have to ask, you know, nothing's going to happen if you don't ask. So it was cool in that way. So I connected with a lot of people. I got to interview people that I normally probably wouldn't have been in a, you know, in a room with, which was all really cool. And I definitely got 
like even from the beginning, I'd get people messaging me that they followed me on Instagram because they heard my podcast and they loved the episode and they loved the questions I asked and things like that. The interesting thing for me is that I don't find that I get a lot of, since my podcast isn't my only business, it's part of my business, I find that I don't necessarily get a lot of sales directly from the podcast, but I have people that find me, are interested in working with me, and then binge listen to my podcast. And then that's the thing that helps them decide like, oh, I like the way that she shares information. I like the information she's sharing. She knows her stuff. I want to hire her. So it's definitely been beneficial in a bunch of different ways within my business. Very interesting that that last part that you said that it's more, not really like a lead generator, but more about like nurturing people who are interested. I had exactly the same experience. I have the same experience with my podcast. And I heard so many different guests say this in, in their own words. And I think it's really, really interesting because like I said, we all have these expectations. I'm like, okay, well, podcast is this new platform, right? Like new people can find us. And yes, that also happens. But in my experience, this long form content is so good for people who want to know more and they can just get that on demand, like whenever they want it, like maybe it's the middle of the night. If they want to hear your tips and tricks on the interviews and they want to get to know you better, then they can just click play on an episode and hear what you have to say. So that's really interesting that you have that same experience there. Yeah, it definitely was like a big expectation, especially I thought I was being so smart having mostly like interviews on the podcast. I was like, I'm going to get so many leads in from all these people. But the reality is, especially in the first season, since I was mainly doing interviews, I wasn't shining a light on myself and what I knew and my expertise. I was just shining a light on a bunch of other entrepreneurs. So once I started doing more solo casts, I did find that it would, like I said, nurture them into hiring me. But yeah, it's I find that a lot, like so many people talk about podcasting as like a lead gen opportunity. So it's interesting that you say that a lot of people that you've interviewed have experienced what we've experienced of it being more of a nurturing platform. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So you mentioned that now you're a bit more strategic in how you use the podcast and that you do more solo episodes, for example. How do you use these solo episodes? Is there, is there a big strategy behind like the topics that you talk about or like where it comes into the season or do you use it in launches or can you share more about that? Yeah. So I connect my episodes to what I'm selling. So based on what I'm selling in my business is how I plan my episodes for each season. I'm not super strict on like, okay, this, like every season has this number of episodes. This season's going to end at this time. I'm not necessarily strict like that. Seasons usually happen because I'm like, oh, I need a break. I'm not in the mood to podcast for a couple months. That's usually where the seasons come from. But when it comes to within a season, I'm thinking about, okay, what are the things in my business that I'm selling right now? What are the things that I'm planning to sell? And how can I record podcast episodes to support that thing that I'm selling? Whether it be somebody come, somebody's interested in working with me, they see this podcast episode, they listen to it, and that's the thing that like pushes them over. Or it be bringing someone new in that they listen to the episode and now they're interested. So that's what I like to think about. And then I, I also like to sprinkle in guest episodes in as well. Because there is always that opportunity to connect to a new community of people. But it's also just fun to sprinkle in the guest episodes within all of that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. 
So Becky, you're, you are big on social media, right? You have quite a few Instagram followers. You're on TikTok. Would you say that podcasting and social media go hand in hand for you? I would say so. Yeah. When I, like I use my social media to promote my podcast and, you know, I utilize my podcast to encourage people to connect with me on social media for further information. I like to use my podcast episodes to, you know, create content that's going to encourage people to go over to my podcast. So they kind of go hand in hand in that way where they all connect back to each other. That's always the intention with every single platform that I have that it's almost like I'm trying to think of a shape that explains it where it's like in a way it's kind of like a circle where it all flows in together, right? Like each one goes into another one. Like I have people from TikTok that come to my Instagram, people from Instagram go to my TikTok, both platforms, they listen to my podcast, people hear my podcast, they follow my social media. So it all kind of intertwines together. So I would definitely say that, yeah, it all works together. I think this is actually really smart because then you have these people just in your space and not necessarily as an Instagram follower, because then what if your Instagram gets hacked or blocked or whatever, then these people, they still have your TikTok and your podcast. So if they're like in that circle, then they still have access to you. So Mm -hmm. I think that's actually really smart. I think as podcasters, we can definitely take this away from this episode. Like, think about where do you send people after they listen to your podcast episode? Yeah. It doesn't have to be social media. It can also be an email list or whatever. But I think having your own circle, I mm-hmm. think, is really, really, it's a really good tip. Yeah, absolutely. And I do email too. So you have like your freebies and your, you pick, you create some kind of free resource that you have in your show notes that you can link people back to so that you then get them on your email list. Because, I mean, I think that everything outside of social media, so having a podcast, having an email list, all that stuff is really important in business because you never know what's going to happen to social media. True, definitely (laughs) true. And your podcast is all yours, right? Mm -hmm. It's all your content. Like you already mentioned at the start, that was also a reason why you wanted a podcast because you can say what you want. It's, It's all you, you're the boss, right? You have so much creative freedom there there's not really an algorithm that can be a good thing or a bad thing right I mean it's difficult to search for podcasts but then on the other hand you don't have to make any algorithm happy because there is just isn't really any yet yeah I think that's that's pretty cool now you're I think at the moment of recording you're 109 episodes in crazy so much content what are some of the changes that you made throughout this journey of creating 109 episodes. So you already mentioned you have more solo episodes. What else did you change over the years of podcasting? I think another really big thing that I changed that we already kind of touched on was that I started to plan a bit better with my podcast seasons in terms of what the intention was behind each episode versus just saying, oh, I feel like talking about this. I'm going to go talk about it. But the other thing I did was My first couple of episodes, I wrote out a script and I followed the script. And when I follow a script, I sound kind of like a robot and I have a hard time like adding my personality because I'm so focused on reading the script. So it's not as impactful and it doesn't, it's probably honestly maybe a little boring to listen to, even though there's like good information in them. 
So I started to kind of just like have my notes and not use a script anymore. I know what I'm trying to talk about. I know the end goal of the episode. And I just kind of riff because it adds more personality. It leads to people feeling like more connected to me versus just, you know, reading robotically off of a piece of paper. But those are really like the biggest things. Like I've changed the branding over the years, but I've never like there's nothing else like too crazy about it. I would say the longer that I have my podcast, the more leads I get from people listening to the podcast and then being like, okay, now I'm ready to buy from you. But yeah, what's interesting is sometimes I scroll down and look at like how many listens episodes have had and like some of my earlier episodes still get listened to today which is cool to see and also sometimes cringy because who knows what I was saying back (laughs) then. It's been a long time. Things have changed a lot. But yeah, I mean, and then the one other thing I would say is that I think I've gotten better at doing interviews. (laughs) I used to have a really hard time. I have a friend that we joke about it all the time because I had her on my podcast before we were friends. And it is the most, like, I think that without a shadow of a doubt, it is the most awkward episode of my podcast I've ever published. (laughs) And it's only like 12 minutes long because I couldn't think of anything else to ask her, even though she (laughs) had like such great information to share. And it was just like a complete dumpster fire. And I can definitely say that I'm better at interviews now. Something that I used to do with the interviews is I would have all my questions pre-planned, like every single one. So what would end up happening is that instead of us having a conversation about their answers, they would finish their answer and I'd be like, love that. And then I'd ask the next question and that would be that. (laughs) So it was very like cut and dry. So I would say that my podcast has gotten more engaging over the years. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, same though. I think everyone has that. And when you start a podcast, it's like, okay, now all of a sudden I have to ask smart questions, right? It's like this big pressure that we put on ourselves. And I also, I don't really prepare questions. I know, I know kind of what I want to ask, right? Because it's kind of like in the format of the podcast. I know what I want my audience to get out of it, but I don't have a list of questions I also have a similar experience like when I was out of questions I was out of questions and now okay sometimes it takes me 10 seconds to come up with a new question but we just cut out that part where there is like this silence and that's fine right like no one ever knows (laughs) what we added out (laughs) until now yeah but I think it's also important to be real about that right it's not like okay now everything is perfect But I think it's very relatable what you said that at the start, it's like, okay, this is the next question. Okay, thank you. Now next question. But it's also, it's also fine, right? You have to just get these first episodes over with and then you can improve. Because if you don't have, if you never release these first episodes, then you wouldn't be where you are today. So I think that's also what I hear in your story. It's really progress over perfection. Yes. Like, okay, maybe these first episodes are a little bit cringy when you listen to them now but just don't listen to them because people (laughs) apparently still love them Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah that's really cool and that's also cool about podcasting you can really improve as you go is there anything that you're working on now with the podcast like any anything that we can look forward to in the near future oh my goodness well I'm very in the moment with my planning it's very like especially with my podcast, I just kind of like to go 
go with the flow of things. I let my business kind of determine what I'm going to be talking about. But I will say that there are some like fun topics that are going to be discussed in the near future. I am very excited. I recorded a very awesome eye-opening episode yesterday around money, which was which I'm very excited to put onto the podcast. But yeah, I would say like, you know, at the moment, nothing crazy planned, just more good content for anybody that is an entrepreneur or is an, an aspiring entrepreneur. Yeah. Cool. That's really exciting. And I think that episode will be out by the time that you're listening to this episode, because I like to record far in advance. So if it is, then we will link it in the show notes so you can check out the episode there. I'm super excited to see what's what's coming. And yeah, what's I think it's also cool. Like when it's working, you just create more awesome content. Yeah. I love that you're very ahead of the game. I would love to get to that place. I always have a plan every quarter. I'm like, this is the one. This is the one where I'm going to plan in <laughs> advance and I'm going to pre-record a bunch of episodes and we're going to be good. And the next thing I know, we're going week to week again. So, you know, you never know what's going to happen with my podcast. <laughs> well, to be honest, I, I also, I've been trying to work ahead many, many times and it didn't work. But now I feel like I kind of have to because I have some travels planned mm. and I don't want to be in a situation where I have to record but maybe the internet connection is not good enough or maybe the room where I'm recording you know you're just less in control of the environment and of the sound quality it's one that I don't want to go through all of that so that's why I'm working hard now it's just I have a clear goal you know (laughs) absolutely (laughs) Becky thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your podcast journey with us I think it was really interesting to hear some of the changes that you made, starting with interviews, adding in more strategy, like how it comes together with your business, more solo episodes so that people can get to know you as the host more and also know what they can sign up for if they want to work with you. Yeah, I think it was really, really interesting to hear. And thank you for sharing. Of course. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening to this episode. We will be back next Monday with a new interview episode and also a solo episode this week, of course. All right, that's it for today. Do you want to know more of my podcast monetization and growth tips? I share my best tips with my email list. So click the link in the show notes to receive our weekly value-packed podcast newsletter. I'll see you there. Hey, Podcast Babe, before you go, I want to tell you real quick about a free tool that we developed, a quiz. So if you have heard me talking about podcast monetization and all the different options that you have and you're like, okay, cool, but what's the right one for me? That is exactly what you can find out in this quiz. So if you go to thepodcastbabes.com forward slash quiz, you can answer nine questions. It will only take you five minutes. And one of the podcast monetization strategies will roll out of this quiz as the perfect strategy for you. Of course, I will also give you some tips on how to get started, some podcast episodes to listen to, specified to the outcome of your quiz. So go to the podcast babes forward slash quiz, take the quiz and start monetizing.